0: So welcome everybody welcome everybody to the show um coaches unleashed the show for everyday people that talks about how coaching can help transform your life so today i've got a new guest i'm really excited for you to meet but first i just wanted to let you know um for anybody that's been listening to our previous um, episode that Tom says hello um, he he and his partner are now about to embark on a sabbatical and will be traveling in Asia and and ending up in Australia. So hopefully we will connect with Tom when he's back from his travels. Should know more about it, but for now, for us back to reality. And um, there's a wonderful guest I would like to introduce you to, Lisa Tilstra. Hi, Lisa. Hello,
1: Beatrice. It's so lovely to be here with you. Thank you so much for the invitation.
0: You're welcome. I'm really pleased that you were able to join me. Um, And you're calling in from Sri Lanka today, right? Is that correct? Indeed. Colombo, Sri Lanka. Yes. Just a little, a
1: little distance away from Italy. (laughs) So what time is it for you right now? it is the middle of the afternoon almost Mm. three o'clock
0: in the afternoon right okay yeah so for us it's in the morning here okay so I love your background by the way for for those that have don't have the video and are are listening to this she's got a beautiful background with beautiful mountain mountains and lake where is that from where's your background from it is
1: a picture of a lake. And right now I'm going to forget the name of the lake, but it is in New Zealand. The mountains are very meaningful to me. And I was looking for, it's actually a mural on the wall in my office. And I've spent a, a quite a bit of time in the French Alps. So I was looking for a picture from there, but couldn't quite find it. And this company had a picture of this lake and the mountains in, in New Zealand and the Southern Island. And it it captures the essence of the mountains that I love and that gives me so much energy and joy.
0: Yeah. There's something about nature that's just so powerful. That's one of my mission. One of my missions is to coach in nature. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Hopefully um, in the future that will happen for me. So, so Lisa, I know I we want to know about you We want to know about your story about how you got into coaching um, and you know what coaching means for you how you help other people the type of impact you want to have so I'm gonna I've got millions of questions and as you can <laughs> see I, I always get very excited um, so let's just start with one question which is you know your, your story of how you got into coaching.
1: Yeah, so I actually really appreciate that story, Bea, because it takes me on a on a journey myself. Coaching, I consider coaching my third career, and it ooh, it came as a surprise. Maybe that's all I'll say it uh, shortly my first career was in healthcare. I was an occupational therapist and I got my master's. I really hoped to continue on and get a PhD and be able to teach eventually in academia, really enjoyed my work as an occupational therapist. And my career and entire life was disrupted. I, My first husband was diagnosed with a brain tumor nine months after we were married. Mm. And that really changed the trajectory of my life. First of all, career-wise, it, it, it didn't. I stayed on track working as an occupational therapist. But as his illness progressed, I ended up quitting work to stay home and take care of him, the last nine months of his life. And actually my training, my professional training as an occupational therapist allowed me to to take care of him in a way that I was so grateful Mm. for. But then after he passed away, I really, initially I, I was able to take time off of work, not have to go back right away, which I was really grateful for. But I had a I had a hard time going back into the medical mm. setting. And I remember going to some job interviews and just feeling nauseous going back into the hospital settings. And I also at the same time really felt this desire to work with people in a different way. As an OT, I worked with people directly, but I really, I, I had been through this major loss, this experience in my 20s, my it was 28 when Eric passed away. And I thought, you know, if I have gone through all this, I'd like to somehow use my journey to help others, to support others. And I didn't really know how that would unfold, but that was a desire that I had. Mm. And at the time I started volunteering a lot with my church, became very involved there. And some people thought like, oh, you could be a pastor. That would be amazing, Lisa. And I, I was like, well, maybe. But then I was also thinking about counseling and exploring going back to school. And then the opportunity came up really through the network. And, you know, oftentimes when people are looking for jobs or, or changing of careers, this saying, it's it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah. And this happened in my life in such a clear way because On my resume, I was an occupational therapist. And then uh, one of my friend's husbands was, they were moving as a family. And I was talking to him one day and he said, Lisa, you would be really great at my job. And I said to him, like, what, what do you do? And I knew he had, he was a pastor, but he worked at the University of Tennessee. And he, so he starts describing he was the chaplain at the University of Tennessee, just kind of like a, a minister or a pastor. But there was a house on campus, and some of the students lived there and rented rooms, and there was programming and just support for the college students. And I remember looking at him as he's describing this and like, they pay you to do this? This sounds amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So he started talking to his network of people. And then I, in the end, I got the job and it was really, again, it felt a little bit miraculous for me because nothing on paper aligned with this job, but it was an amazing experience. I loved it. It really fit that niche that I was looking for. I'm working directly with people. And it was during this time that I was invited to be part of a leadership development cohort. And this leadership development program was run by a coach. And they were teaching us coaching skills to use in our work. And I remember the very first day of this training, not really knowing what it was going to be about, and then he's the coach is introducing this concept of coaching and the skills involved and i was i was like sign me up what is this coaching thing this is what i want to do when i grow up you can do this for a job hello how do i do this like that was my, I've my got goosebumps. introduction
0: i've got sorry for interrupting you Lisa but i get goosebumps because <laughs> I can understand that moment where it's almost you find like somebody speaking to your soul and you didn't even know that that was what you wanted. Yes, And suddenly it's like, oh, my gosh, this is just so me. And I could see myself doing this and actually making a living out of this. And you, you didn't know before that 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 that, that even existed. And amazing, and it sounds like you were exactly. also able to exactly. sort of craft craft your job as well, which is with which is amazing. You know, you were able to take advantage of um, um, a connection that um, you you had in that an opportunity came up, and you were able to see it and catch it, and from one thing led to another. So that's just amazing, amazing how that happened. Yeah, wow.
1: Yeah, and it's really fun to reflect back on that moment of this is what I want to do when I grow up. Right. And, and then from that point, I actually engaged directly with that coach and said, I'd like to, I'd like to be coached by you. I want to talk about this process, what I could do. And it was about a year that I transitioned out of my job, resigned from that job as a chaplain ended up relocating and then really actively pursuing the formal training as a coach and finished that training in 2011. And um, started my own business from there. And it's been an adventure every step of the way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's an incredible story. And uh, I'm curious to know how you ended up in Sri Lanka as well. How did that, you know, what, how did that move? And how did that impact you and, and, and the coaching business that you started? How did you fit it all
1: together? Yeah. So I'm originally from the U.S. and lived there up until 2012. And during the time between when I first learned about coaching and then did my formal training as a coach and ended up moving out of the U.S., I met my now husband, John, who is a diplomat for the U.S., so it is with his job that we move around the world and live in different countries. We've lived in the Philippines, Saudi Arabia, the Netherlands, France, and now Sri Lanka. And I have I have crafted my business, my coaching career, and my work around this lifestyle of moving every two or three years. And that certainly has had its unique challenges and at times I have almost just wanted to give up because of all of those challenges, but I am, I'm so grateful now that I didn't give up and I kept, I kept on uh, pressing forward. And it is the, the international life that we've experienced and living in these different countries and regions of the world have opened up opportunities for me that I would have never, ever, ever anticipated. And I'm so grateful for and has really shaped me as a coach and as a professional. Um, so so yes, here we are in Sri Lanka and actually just about to move back to the US for the first time since 2012. So another big transition with lots of unknowns and question marks ahead of us.
0: Incredible. Okay. And, and, and how are you feeling about this this transition that's coming up for you moving back to the US
1: i have so many mixed mixed feelings <laughs> mixed thoughts and and every every time i i do leave a place Bea, one of the things i notice there is a sadness in leaving and i i interpret that as a wonderful feeling to have because it means the time was special I have made friends here, made connections, I've had experiences. My life has shifted and changed and been transformed in some pretty Mm. significant ways over the last few years. And so I'm so grateful for the time and the experience. And also, I'm looking forward to living closer to family and some of my friends in the US that I've been far away from for a long time and for it to be easier to show up at birthday parties for my nieces and mm-hmm. things you know we've we we were intentional about making the trips back for large family gatherings and weddings and things like that but sometimes the the unexpected events that come up or the smaller events of birthdays and things like that we don't get to be there and participate in so I'm looking forward to that very much.
0: That sounds amazing and that it resonates with me where you say that every time you need to leave a place um you feel some sadness and it's always like a grieving process but in actual fact with that is really honoring and and feeling the love and all the positivity that that place has given to you and then you transitioning into a new place so that sort of pain that you go through is actually a result of you honoring and and, and loving that experience so it makes sense to me that yes. that um, you know it's it's kind of part of you know the the sort of the the parcel of having these amazing experiences and then learning to make the most of it and 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 take it with you and 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 then having to let go but taking a part with you always in your heart as well and so looking Absolutely, back that's at that's very,
1: very well said.
0: Yeah, and looking back at your life so far, because it sounds like um, you know um, this is really just just the beginning of your journey. And it sounds like I always like to think that the best days are always ahead of us, as opposed to behind us. So considering that, um, let's take that stance that our best days are still in front of us, Lisa. Um as we become more aware and more um, grateful for what we have as well, and more adept at designing the life that we want to lead and to become the people that we want to become, how would you look at everything that you've been through as sort of useful to, 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 to you know, help you going forward now?
1: That's a big question. It's a great question. question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, there's, there's so much that has shaped me and the, the most significant event being the, the sickness and loss of my first husband in my twenties, that was a, um, just an early time in life to experience that type of loss. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because over the years I have found, as I reflect on that, I, it's, it it was incredibly difficult. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't wish for it to happen, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't change that. It did happen. If that makes Mm -hmm. sense, because I wouldn't be the person that I am today. I wouldn't have the perspectives on on life and and death and loss of life that I do have and I value the lessons that I learned from my first husband Eric and his impact on my life and it it always it always feels a little bit strange to say I wouldn't you know choose to not go through that And yet I I feel like that really is so true. And, you know, as I have transitioned forward in my life into living in, we call it the foreign service in in the U.S. and moving to different countries, I really didn't anticipate having my own business, let alone taking that business international. And as I mentioned earlier, it's come with a lot of challenges. And along the way, there have been those moments where I just want to give it all up and say, let me just work for somebody else and not have to think about any of this and just get the paycheck that comes every two weeks <laughs> into my bank account and go the, maybe what felt in the moment, you know, the easier route. Um, And yet the, you know, the saying "The grass is always greener on the other side of the fence and recognizing no matter What it is I'm going through, no matter where I'm living, no matter what my work is, there's going to be challenges and there's going to be beautiful, amazing things, and there's going to be benefits. And so to recognize that both are going to be true wherever I am, so there's not some magical destination I'm trying to get to, It is really saying, okay, how can I make the most of where I am and how can I embrace the challenges that come. Some of them I have no control over. Some of them I do have a little bit of control or influence over and sorting out which are which, and then really stepping in and trying to live fully because I feel like I still have life. Um, You know, I, I think about Eric and his life was, was taken way too early, all things considered. And so it's like, how can I, in a way, honor his life by continuing to live my life well for as many years or as few of years as I have ahead of me. So I don't know how, uh, how succinct or Direct of an answer that is, but those are some of the thoughts that come to mind as you share that question with me.
0: Yeah, what what comes up for me is the fact that you have, um, and I don't know if this comes from your coaching or it comes from your personal self or a mix of the both, but it sounds to me like you've been able to um, cultivate this skill of transforming everything that happens in your life as a gift and actually yeah. seeing the lesson learned from that. In, so that you can kind of help yourself to, you know, just see a different perspective as well in, in life and um, to to not stay and dwell on the negative, but actually see it, it in, in, in a positive lens in that, you know, everything that happens to us, which is most often out of our control has a meaning and we can see the gift in it and learn from it and help us to become a better person, you know, or we can potentially decide to have it crush us. And, um, which is definitely not what, what you and I have done with, with, with our, with our, with our lives.
1: Yeah. Yes. And, and also it's, or it's a continual, um, I'll describe it as a muscle to develop and I don't always, I don't always get there every day, but I think about some of the coaches in my life who helped me begin the journey of seeing things as a gift. And I remember one particular coach, she was one of my faculty in my training program. And I had a a one-off conversation with her after the program was finished, I reached out and just wanted to talk with her f- through a few th- things. And in a 20 minute conversation, one of the questions she asked me has stayed with me for over a decade now. And she said, Lisa, how is this, what you're going through right now? How is this exactly what you need?
0: And mm-hmm. I was like,
1: Oh, cause it's not what I want, but how is it what I need? And to be willing to step into that question It's like, ah, okay, that puts me in a much more empowered space if I am willing to step into that question versus I don't want this to be happening to me that I I just, I can stay in that space, but there's no empowerment there. And so to step in, okay, okay, maybe I don't want this to be happening to me, but it is, how is this exactly what I need? Wow. Okay.
0: Mm -hmm. Let me sit with that for a little bit that's really powerful and it's interesting how you say that you've been coached um i mean as coaches that go through formal training and certification we need to be coached and that's part of the of the journey um so you know just looking back at you having been been coached if you could just summarize i know it's difficult to summarize in one sentence but you know what was it like for you to go through coaching yourself and how has that impacted you now being a coach?
1: I I am a really firm believer in the importance at least for me to be a coach, I want to I want to know what it's like to be coached. Mm-hmm. And that has been important for me along the way. And so I have worked with a number of different coaches over the course of the last 12 years of my life and intentionally want to work with some different coaches. I, I continue to learn by being coached. I continue to know what my clients feel because there's vulnerability. It's it's sometimes scary to step into that space of like, okay, what, what's, what what am I going to learn about myself in this realm of coaching? What is it really like? And so I I want to stay in touch with what my clients experience by stepping into um, a coaching space. And it it has provided insights into who I am. It has provided insights into what I want, who I want to be and and really given me structure and strategies to take action and and move in the direction that I mm-hmm. want to go and mm-hmm. in the
0: direction of who I want to be mm-hmm. yes beautifully beautifully said and Lisa we're absolutely we're about to come up to the half half hour it just goes so quickly um I wanted to just talk about two things before we leave so uh, before you say goodbye to our listeners and our viewers. And one is just briefly how you you and I met. So I love that story of how you and I met. And the second is to talk to us about your beautiful podcast, because I see also that you have an incredible um, microphone there, obviously very professional, as your podcast is also a very professional podcast. And so can you just talk to us a little bit about how you and I met and about your podcast, where what it's called and where we can find it?
1: Thank you so much, Beatrice. Yeah, so we met through um, mutual coaching opportunities and um, working with for a great company. Uh, But we met just virtually. And you, you and I connected around my podcast, Mm -hmm. where you I was I was reaching out, I was offering like, I have this podcast, I'm here's some people that i've had on the podcast you might know them and would you like to be on my podcast and and you reached out and so you have been a guest on my podcast and we need to schedule another conversation <laughs> to have you back on the podcast but yeah my podcast make life less difficult is has been a uh, just a beautiful journey for me it's a passion project i've been doing it for 2 years now it really is a, a platform for sharing stories. I believe every single human has amazing stories to tell. And we are transformed. We are connected as humans through hearing each other's stories. I have experienced so much healing and transformation in my own life by having spaces to share my story and my journey. I have been transformed by hearing other people's stories. and. While there are difficult times in life that we cannot, we can't fix, we can't make the difficulty necessarily go away, we can indeed find ways to make those times less difficult. And I have experienced that repeatedly, having people show up for me, be present for me, hearing people's stories, just knowing I'm not the only one going through something has made it less difficult. And, and that's really the heart of my podcast and why I do it. And I find it just such a beautiful experience to get to know people, hear pieces of their story and their journey and have conversations that are that are life-giving to me. And also that um, there's there is evidence that other people really enjoy listening to them as well. So mm. that makes me happy.
0: Yeah. So you you said a few things that struck chord with me. So first of all, passion project. I love that. Mm
1: -hmm. I
0: love that sort of title passion project. I wish we could all have a passion project or two to work on. And um, so make life less difficult is the name of your podcast. It's about, you know, sharing stories and through sharing stories, helping people to to heal and to transform. Um, So first and foremost for yourself, but then also for everybody else that is going to be listening to to this beautiful podcast. And where can we find the podcast?
1: I'm on all of the traditional podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google, and mm-hmm. my website, makelifelessdifficult.com. I have a, 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 I don't know if it's budding or just a simmering social media presence. <laughs> <laughs> that I can't keep up with. <laughs> so there is a, a make life less difficult Instagram page that uh, sporadically gets updated. Um, but yeah, mostly on the podcast platforms, that's the best the best spot.
0: Okay. In any case, for our viewers and our listeners, I'm going to put all the links um, to, to Lisa's um, podcasts and, and websites in the description, as I usually do so that you can reach out to her if you ever feel the need to or, or curiosity to um, and also to listen to her podcast. So Lisa, we have come to the end of our half an hour together. I just wanted to understand how are you feeling after yourself being a guest on somebody else's show?
1: It just feels like such a <laughs> such an honor. And I am so grateful and I feel full of joy and gratitude and thank you for the invitation and the beautiful questions mm-hmm. and just creating the space for me to share a little bit of my journey. You're
0: welcome. You're welcome. And for me, this is, this is not so much a passion project for me. It's more a get out of your comfort zone, bear, and get into your stretch zone type of project. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, I lead by example. And so this is something that I am exploring how to reach how to expand my reach and how to also make sense of what it is that I do. And this is a way for me to do that and to also connect with beautiful people like yourself, Lisa, that I find so inspiring. And that also help me reflect upon myself and how I can be a better coach and a better person. So thank you.
1: Uh, it is such a, such a delight to be connected and i look forward to future conversations on my podcast maybe back here on coaches unleashed and i'm just so i'm proud of you because it really does take it takes so much courage to stretch ourselves and and push through some of those um fears and comfort zones and yeah i'm so excited for you and and really proud of you for this project
0: (laughs) thank you very much lisa and so goodbye to our viewers and our listeners if they're still with us thank you and see you for the next episode bye